The Last Word with Matt Cooper. We had an interview recorded with the actor Eileen Walsh, which we will now play in tomorrow evening's programme. The reason being, as I just said there, before the ad break, the confirmation of the news that Sinead O'Connor has died at the age of 56. Uh, there had been news going around in the last half hour or so. We had hoped that it would not be confirmed, but it has been confirmed. And I just read from the Irish Times report, uh, has died at the age of 56. And just remember, she has released 10 studio albums for which she was so famous, and particularly for her song, Nothing Compares to You, and that wonderful video as well that went with it. It was a number one world single in 1990 from Billboard Music Awards. And uh, as we've said, as I said beforehand, Uh, She was a woman who's had, in many respects, a very difficult life, which she has spoken about. I think particularly when her son Shane died late, or last year, aged just 17. Um, She has three other children, uh, to whom, of course, we're going to offer our condolences. It must be a desperately, desperately sad time for them and for everybody in Sinead O'Connor's family. And for all her fans who have been so dedicated to her over the years, Absolutely iconic figure from late 1980s onwards in Ireland. A really, really strong voice. Um, Strong voice not just for her singing and the things that she spoke about, her interest in social issues and speaking up for people in Ireland. And we're bringing John Cadell in to talk a little bit about Sinead O'Connor. I know he was an enormous fan of hers, but I think we all remember her for her voice and... Why don't we just play a little bit of Sinead O'Connor's music before we talk a little bit more about her? voice of Sinead O'Connor. If you're just joining us and wondering why we're playing that track, uh, it has just emerged in the last 10 minutes or so. It has been confirmed that Sinead O'Connor has died at the age of 56. Dee Reddy is with us and uh, Dee, this is awful news. I think people have had fears for Sinead over the years. I remember a few years ago she was at one stage missing in America and people were very fearful for her but she remains to so many people just such a loved personality. Um, I think we're all probably feeling shock in hearing this. What's your reaction? 
Uh, absolute shock, Matt. I, I actually only heard myself in the last couple of minutes. Um, I, I don't know when the news went out, but um, it's 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 just such a devastating end to what was a, an incredibly hard life. You know, she she was someone I think that more than any other artist I can think of, just wore her her heart on her sleeve and was so honest in her intentions and in what she thought of the world around her. And in in many respects, that that created a lot of the problems that she had and and, and certainly made the the general public and the media be a lot harder on her. Um, I know we've spoken about her before and I always feel that, that Irish society kind of owes her a debt of recognition um, and, it, and it's sad I suppose that we didn't necessarily give it to her when she was still living but the, the bravery she, she always had in, in coming forward and speaking about um, issues to do with the church and with sexuality was, was just so remarkable for the time that she did it in um, and I just think it is, it's so, so desperately sad to think that she, you know, she may have passed without ever realising um, what a significant impact she had beyond her music. John Cadell has joined us in studio and you've spoken so fondly of her so many times. I mean, you've loved her music over yeah, the years. Yeah, um, more than that, I um, admired her as a person for her mm. her strength and her truth. Um, when it wasn't popular, the things she said weren't popular at the time. Um, she was vilified for many of the things she said and so many of them turned out to be the truth. We only yeah. discussed this a fortnight ago uh, about the movie that was made yeah. about um, her, about the time when she tore up the picture of the Pope yeah. on television in America. My God, she was vilified yeah. for it. Yeah. But she was determined to talk about child sexual abuse yeah. and paedophilia in the Catholic Church and how it impacted in Ireland. And as Dee alluded to there, she was right. Sinead O'Connor was one of the, the few people who had the guts to drag Ireland into mm. the 21st century. She, you know, she spoke her, the truth regardless of what it did to her and it killed her career in America. She didn't care. Um, for Sinead, it was all about living truthfully and, you know, speaking about her experiences and the experiences of people she knew. And, you know, I, th- I think, as you said, people weren't ready to talk about it. it was, there was shock and, like, disgust when she was speaking th- these things. And then as... as the years went on, everyone realised Sinead O'Connor was right all along and she was oftentimes so like, the word is vilified for yeah. for the things that she was saying. And then I suppose doubly unfortunate in the sense that she was troubled and I think it's we can say she did have mental health issues throughout her life so to actually become the focus and target of so much ire even before the social media internet era must have made things very difficult for her. Well, absolutely, you know, I mean, and I think it's one of those things, Matt, that, you know, whatever way her her personal makeup was, she couldn't but speak her truth. But that, you know, the sort of the, the, the discomfort of society in dealing with what she was saying would have had an extraordinary impact on somebody dealing with what was an insane level of fame for an Irish person at the time. Like, I always, always, always go back when it comes to, to live performances. You know, there's a couple that I would always return to as being some of my favourite 
to, to watch. And the, the, I think it was the 1989 Grammys, Billy Crystal, John will know, Billy Crystal introduces her and she sings Mandinka. And it is, you know, in as much as the words that she said, you can see the passion that just comes from her heart. It is one of my favourite performances of all time. We actually are lining up little bits of music from Sinead O'Connor. It's not the live version, but it's just such a powerful piece of music. Let's hear a bit of Mandinka. Think uh, Sinead O'Connor, if you're just joining us, the news today is that, well, in the last 15 minutes, we've discovered that Sinead O'Connor has died at the age of 56. Noelle Kenny says, last time I saw Sinead perform was at the last failure revival. She was amazing and she moved the crowd to tears. Her voice is amazing. I remember John seeing her, and of all places, the Burlington Hotel. Mm. It was the night of the premiere of the movie Lincoln. Yes. And there was a dinner afterwards, after the premiere, and she got up and she sang a cappella. And my God, yeah. it was stunning yeah, well, to the, listen to the purity of her voice, yeah. unaccompanied, and she just held the room completely. Yeah, she did an album actually called Shan No Snua, which was um, which was Shan No song sung by her. Um, she did it, I remember You Made Me the Thief of Your Heart from the In the Name of the Father soundtrack. She just, like... That, that you know, that's what we don't talk about enough is her voice. Her voice was, yeah. she sounded like nobody else. You instantly knew when Sinead O'Connor song came on the radio that it was Sinead O'Connor. Well, you mentioned you know, those things that we may not necessarily associate her singing. So let's hear a little bit of her singing The Foggy Jew with the Chieftains. Oh, we don't have it. I thought we had the clip. Oh, that's not, we'll get to that. We'll get it in a few moments. Another listener says, I listened to her recent memoir on Audible. She read it herself from so honest and self-effacing and funny. She was speaking, or she was willing to speak truth to power and paid a huge price for it. Was hoping she'd start to receive some credit in her later life. Hope she finds peace. I think, Dee, in fairness, I think there was an awful lot of credit that she must have been aware of that people rated her so highly as a person and as a singer. Yeah, I do, I do wonder though whether that came too late for for the level of bravery that 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 she 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 brought into the world. You know that that in some respects, having gone through what she did in the the eighties and nineties, that by the time we were all a bit more willing to to hear what she had to say or to even indeed agree with her on many points. Um, The the damage is done to a certain extent, having lived through that on your own. Another listener was also at that premiere of Lincoln. She was amazing, shy, 
the voice unreal. I, 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 I'm not going to say I met her twice. I, she did an interview for us uh, at Oxygen with Phantom about 15 years ago. And, you know, she was, she was, she was small and she was shy and she was very, very softly spoken. Um, and the smile and the eyes just dancing. Um, and she was in a good place. And I met, I met her again a few years later. She was working with John Grant. So I had a brief discussion in the kitchen in Marconi House. Um, she was working with John Grant and she was telling me how great his new album was going to be. Um, and again, she was just, I, I tried to, to inveigle her into presenting a show for us. And she said, oh, yeah, talk, talk to my manager. Mm-hmm. Um, I, of course, I tried. It didn't happen. But... You know, just any interaction that anybody that I know uh, in the radio industry ever had with her was was positive. She was just soft. She I think was we soft. could perhaps underestimate as well just how much of a trailblazer she was musically, because obviously you two were enormous success for Ireland in the 1980s of a kind we'd actually never really had before. I mean, we'd had Thin Lizzy and the Boomtown Rats and bands like that, mm. but nothing had ever reached the scale that you two yeah, had as a band. International, yeah. For then, for a, a solo female artist coming out of Ireland, I don't think anyone ever had the impact until last stage she had. Well, it's also remembered, like, Sinead broke through in the late 80s and, I mean, she was stunningly beautiful, but did not... Um, ascribe to what might be considered, you know, uh, not natural, making the most of your beauty. She shaved her head. Um, she wore bover boots, you know, she, she, she wore the, the, the denims. She just was herself and, you know, was, was so against, you know, modeling herself into a persona that would make her sell more records. She was just, you know, we also forget that, yes, she was very, very vulnerable, but she was, she knew what she wanted and she was strong as hell when it came to her own self-image and her own um, way of doing things. Like, don't be fooled. She was she was a, a tough cookie when she needed to be. I think as well, what, to, to John's point of, of, the, of the strength that she had, and I think one of your listeners there, Matt, uh, um, alluded to the humour in the, the audio version of her book, Rememberings. Like, that was one thing that really struck me, that actually hearing it in her own tone of voice makes you see where there is humour in what she's saying as opposed to it being the written word on the page and maybe people missing the point. Mm. Uh, I definitely recommend people um, listen to it instead of necessarily reading it. Uh, We actually have that clip now of Sinead singing The Foggy Jew with the Chieftains.
getting so many messages in from listeners who are so upset, but who also hope that she is at peace, I'm very just, much I, at I, peace. I'm literally just remembering now, Matt, talking about her humour. There was a, a very famous controversy in 1990 when she was performing at a, a concert somewhere in America and she asked that the national anthem not be played uh, before she took to the stage. And Frank Sinatra got wind of this and he said, uh, if I ever see her, I'm going to kick her ass. And Sinead O'Connor responded, I'll be, he'd be lucky if he can get his leg that high. <laughs> uh, listener says the end of the Michael Collins movie she sang she moved to the fair mm-hmm. it was haunting yeah. uh, best live Sinead O'Connor performance Barrettstown gig at the Olympia the wolf is getting married another one Sinead's performance to Shane McGowan's 60th birthday concert at the NCH was utterly amazing I hope she has found peace and broken hearted says Emer. another one says Sinead's version of the butcher boy always brings me close to tears this is from Paul and Ross Common I don't think I'll be able to listen to it again and not cry. I sincerely hope she's at peace now. Another one says uh, the Veronica Guerin movie when Sinead sang in the soundtrack One More Day, so sad, powerful and poignant to incredible Irish women. Rest in peace, Sinead. And there are also listeners also mentioning somebody else who went far too young, Dolores O'Riordan. Yes. From that era as yeah. well, another one of the great Irish singers. Yeah, and of course we lost Christy Dignam earlier this year. It's a very, very sad time for our, our national music legends. Yeah, Sean says heroin, her heroine, sorry, by Sinead is a beautiful song from 1986. Another one I absolutely loved when Sinead O'Connor sang Haunted with Shane yes. McGowan and also When a Child is Born with Danny O'Reilly. Yeah. I'm speechless, dismayed and devastated to hear that she has passed away. She's a piece now and has left a legacy which I don't believe can ever be equaled. Thank you, Sinead. Sleep peacefully with your baby boy. Heartbreaking. And I think that's a reference to the fact that she lost her son Shane last yeah. year who was just 17 who'd had his own issues and that was a dreadfully, dreadfully difficult thing yeah. for any parent to have to go through. Uh, so many people just saying so deeply sad about the news and the sad passing of um, Sinead O'Connor. Dee, we leave last word to you. Um, yeah, I mean, I think I would just echo what your listeners have said, Matt. Um, I really do hope that she finds peace and she deserves it above all else. Okay, we're going to put one more little bit of music to play out. Uh, John Cadell, thank you for coming back in. D-Ready, thank you to the entire production team. But let's hear a little bit, one last bit of Sinead O'Connor, who I'm sure we'll be talking about again tomorrow. Uh, this is Drink Before the War. You say, oh, I'm not afraid it can't happen to me. Weekdays from 4.30.